Let's talk. Okay, dude, dude. Okay. I love the charisma in the videos, man. Like, I, I don't know. The, the quirkiness, just it just gets me. Something in the space is just like, it's there for you. I really believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, I watched yeah. a few of them, yeah. No, I'm like, thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks for tuning in a little bit. You know? Oh, yeah. I got you up to date. Those are pretty funny because uh, I, one, I'm just kind of obsessed with shoes. I like love them. And I'm, I, I'm really into running, really into running shoes. And, you know, starting that YouTube channel, I was really just kind of looking for like a, like a creative outlet. Like at the start of kind of COVID, getting out, you know, like I'm, I'm graduating college soon. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? I was like, never made videos before. Why don't I just do it and see what happens? And like, then I kind of like thought, I had a couple of new shoes and I thought, I've been watching a, I've been watching shoe reviews on YouTube for like a decade or something like that. Like that. And uh, I always kind of thought like, you know, like I really like all these. Like there's, you know, a couple, a couple of like really inspirational people that I take a lot from, but um, I also kind of thought like, man, I could do some of this too. And there's things that I would do a little differently just because my style is a little different, you know? And like, just thought I'd throw a couple up and well, you know what, those were like the best videos I had. So, and they're still like the best performing ones and people seem to really find them helpful and at least for the kind of the niche small audience I'm in, and, like I'm really happy to keep making them. You know, I have a really good time and uh, that actually kind of, uh, I, I laugh because that also kind of circled back into a, um, like a small job I got on the side for like writing, writing, doing written, written shoe reviews. Oh, that's awesome. So now I, I write articles for a running website as well. Uh, Trade for a 5K, pretty cool, you know? Shameless plug there. Um, but it's, uh, it's uh, yeah, no, so it's, it's kind of fun that it's kind of come a little, uh, at least a half circle, you know? Maybe we're still working on that full circle in like, you know, maybe a, maybe a, a decade from now. Um, but it's, it's, the reception has been awesome in the first kind of, I guess I've really been doing, you know, I've done a couple of shoe reviews here and there, but I started really doing them about, you know, three or four months ago. Um, and I really decided, like, you know what, I'm just going to cash out on shoes for a while and like, have a little fun and um, enjoy it. I, uh, and then I'm going to turn it back over to you after my last thought, but I, a couple weeks ago, I noticed, I just like, I felt this breakthrough because it was awesome. I was, I was walking upstairs, uh, I just woke it up. I hadn't really checked the mail the day before, but um, uh, somebody had moved a box in. I hadn't noticed it. Bro, I woke up, and here's what I see. I see Puma running on the box, and I didn't order a pair of Puma running shoes. Those guys sent me a pair of running shoes to review. No way, dude. Yeah, bro. So, that was, so for me, especially as someone with like 500 something subs, like just really small, like super flattering to like have have them like sending me something for free to just like, you know, to test out and review for them, you know, that's that's super huge. So, um, you know, I hope that bodes well for the future. And I'm just kind of like excited to kind of see where it goes, you know? Dude, that's, that's incredible, man. Like, I just remember you were I don't know, maybe like an Instagram story or something, and I was like, oh, he started a YouTube channel? I was like, oh, that's so sick. I was like, I remember just like meeting you, like, what was it, like three years ago now or something? Like, yeah, it was summer of 2018 before I started school in, in, in Ashland. Um, 
at SOU, and we, I just like ran into you guys at the running store in town, I think, and you guys were yeah. working there, and then I got invited on a run, and I was like, dude, dude these guys are sick. As of like the last like couple that she's like helped make them because she like actually knows how to do Photoshop. Like Photoshop is the bane of my existence in reality. Like it just everything is just so frustrating to me. I just I just don't get how it works entirely. I didn't I need like crash course, but she's been helping me with them and it like I think it's effective. It's it's I mean the videos have been doing pretty decent. Uh, yeah. So like what what are you what's what. What has you in Ashland all the time? Yeah, so um, mostly is that I just really like it here. Um, I I really enjoy the people. I really enjoy the scenery. I love the trails, um, and I just kind of like the person I am when I'm here. Um, I spent a lot of time. I went to college down in the Bay Area. Uh, Palo Alto area. Um, that's kind of the closest. The college I went to, Menlo College, uh, excellent, excellent college educational-wise, but pretty small, like three miles from Stanford. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, Always overshadowed. Yeah, and that's so that's kind of my that's kind of my D one school. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, and I, I loved my time there. Uh, my time in athletics there was awesome. Uh, it was super fun to be on a team. Um, and see them grow even as I've moved out. Uh, but, you know, I really just never, I always kind of felt like it was just too much for me. The vibe was just a little bit, uh, um, I don't want to say, I don't want to sound negative here because I know it's something that is really great to a lot of people, you know, and it's like an incubator of thought, energy, um, and innovation. But for me, I thought it was all just a little bit too much. And, um, I almost like, uh, in my last year there, I almost felt like it was starting to manifest like physically and kind of, I was always tired. I was always starting to feel a little stressed out. Um, and I felt like I needed to kind of take a step back and actually, you know, for better or for worse, that's actually when kind of the pandemic started and we were all kind of like, we got to go home now. Um, and I, I kind of got back up to Ashland and I really just felt at home again. Is um, Ashland home? Is that where you grew up, or? Yeah, so, uh, uh, this is where, um, my mom spends most of her time, uh, and, uh, but I actually went to high school, and all, I grew up in Sacramento, California, uh, which also is a great place, I love it there too, it's fun to be there, it's just not, um, not quite as quaint as Ashland, I guess, and I still spend a little bit of time down there, um, but, uh, it's, uh, I just kind of feel at home here in Ashland, yeah. um, I mean, it's, it's this, I mean, it's such a beautiful town. Like, I mean, I've been missing it recently. Just like the trails there, got these hippie people, which can kind of get annoying sometimes, but most of the time they're great. Uh, just, totally. Yeah. How was your experience here? Oh, it was, it was wonderful, man. Like it's, it's a little dreary in the winter, but like where isn't, you know? But then like, as soon as it starts to get like April, May, it's, oh, dude, it's unbelievable. Like. It's 
the fact that this is what I always put into perspective. It's like, so I was on the SOU team, right? And so like, I was like, we have 15, 20 guys on the team. If all of us left for a morning run at the same time, like at like 730 in the morning, we could all go for a run for an hour and not see each other in the trail system. Cause there's, I think there's 200 miles of trails in like the city limits of Ashland or whatnot, which is insane. Wow. Like, where else are you gonna get that? Cause like you literally go a half mile up a hill and then you're just at unlimited trails. It's, it's gorgeous. And there's like actual wildlife. Like you'll see black bears and like, I mean, occasionally you might see like, oh, like a, like, oh, like some kind of like puma or something like that. Like, Not like I don't know. I remember one time I was like running through there and I just, I ran, like I was going around this trail, like completely in the zone. And then just like you turn and like, there's just a black bear, just like, <laughs> like you're like, holy cow. And then I saw two babies just zoot up the tree. And I was like, oh God, okay, I'll back away. I'll go a different trail. There's a lot of them. Out of there, bro. Oh, baby bear means out. Yeah, for sure. You don't want to be in the bad side of a baby bear. <laughs> Oh yeah. So are you still working at RVR at the running shop? Yeah, so I actually, um, I just started, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of more just like filling shifts, not so much like working there. I, I, I guess I work there, you know, I definitely, um, if we're talking about, you know, I identify as an RVR employee, yeah, for sure. Word. <laughs> That's what matters. And I'm, I'm happy that they are, uh, let me come in and sell shoes a couple times a week. How is Hal? I mean, I mean, for guys who don't know, Hal won Western States twice, right? Twice. So, I mean, if you guys don't know what Western States is, it's the probably most prestigious ultra race in America, or like even in maybe North America. Only thing that really competes with it is UTMB. And maybe that's one in South Africa, I would say. At least from my understanding. Comrades, yes. So yeah, yeah. It's pretty legendary in the eyes of most runners, even if they're not into like mountain ultra trail running, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, the fact that you know Hal's been able, Hal is able to win it twice in a row, like that speaks volumes for sure. And yeah, man's still a stud. Man's still a stud. So. Yeah. Sometimes I'll see him like on group runs, just like getting out there with his little like. He's got like a grandpa jog, but he's still just flying, you know? Bro, that's, a, that's from the, I think that's from the knee, but the man, the man's been working on the knee. He's, uh, he's doing a little better now, so. Oh, is he getting a little, little more fluid? He's able to move a little bit? Yeah. Oh, oh gosh, he's a force to be reckoned with. You better watch out. <laughs> Making the Western States return. <laughs> oh, bro, I can't wait for it. That would be so funny. On, on topic of running, like, what do you, are you still like training? Is it more of a fun thing? Like, is it? <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I, I think I'm, uh, right now, I, I'm, I guess I'm kind of in a building phase. I'd like to be training. Um, <laughs> I, I'm treating it more like a fun thing right now, just to not put too much on it. Um, For sure, so yeah. Just like staying in shape, but I definitely wish I was like fitter and ready to run faster than I, than I am right now. Um, I've just had some like ever since kind of uh, the pandemic hit. I've kind of I've kind of been like one foot in, one foot out sort of deal. Um, 
Not that I don't love it, but I think I was a little bit burnt out after college running. Um, yeah. And, and not so much from the running, but also just from, well, partly from the running, but partly just from being on a team for four years. Uh, I loved it. It was awesome. Every second was great. Wouldn't trade it for the world. But I think I was a little tired of just from, like, that social stimulus. Um, so I just had to, like, I kind of, like, took some time. I was jogging on my own. Had a couple of injuries here and there. And, um, just kind of mostly just running to have fun and enjoying it. I got I went on a couple of uh, little altitude, two-week altitude stints up in. I went in uh, Mammoth Lakes. And oh, absolutely um, beautiful, right? Yeah, no, I love that. And it was a fun time just to, like, uh, especially as someone who was kind of, like, dabbling and making YouTube videos just to have fun with giving someone else the camera and letting them film the run, you know? Like, that was pretty cool. And then getting other people on my camera and having them, like, get to talk to it, too. Like, add in, like, almost, like, side characters. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so cool, yeah. Because you get a new location, you get all these side characters that can be parts of it. I mean, that's what I found, like, with my stuff, like, Rusty, that I can just film him and, like, still be doing our bits back and forth and, like, having a good time, but it's not just, like, me holding a camera in my face, because then it's, like, it's hard to interact with the camera and the world at the same time and be entertaining. I find something that I'm working on. And dude, I totally get it, too, with the... After college, you just feel like, oh, my God, I need something else, like, because this comes right after high school normally, and then you're, like, I'm on a team, a team, a team, a team, and then I remember just getting kind of, like, bogged down in it, right towards the end. I mean, I, I ran for one year in college. I mean, not even four, but I was like, as soon as I got out, I was like, oh my God, running is so free. Like I could just just go out and be, be out for four hours, come back, see a couple bears. <laughs> just like, you, you come back and you feel this like sense of like accomplishment and refreshment. It's, it's so, it's so addicting. Like I miss that feeling for sure. But uh, damn. And then- I definitely feel that. Man. Yeah. So you said you're doing more of like a chill running vibe right now? Yeah, so you know, I, uh, I'm, I'm starting to just run a couple of, run a couple workouts here and there. Okay. Uh, kind of enjoying breathing uh, a little heavy um, every now and then again. Um, but I'd say mostly because, mostly I, uh, I just kind of recently really mentally checked back into like wanting to be training, training mode again. Um, and uh, I think, I think again, um, been enjoying like throwing in a couple of workouts in the mix and now I'm just trying to kind of get the mileage back up a little bit. Uh, nothing, nothing crazy right now. We're going to do a slow build over the summer and hopefully uh, have a reap some benefits in the fall. Um, just like with some road racing and again, just kind of fun stuff when uh, everything opens back up to the masses. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Really, uh, really been enjoying kind of like also learning about the, the uh, uh, like the programming side of training as well, trying to listen and learn on that side because I'd love to coach in some capacity. Um, and actually, uh, part of part of the reason running is taking a backseat is also trying to find other things in my life that excite me and trying to find things in my life that also can help build towards a future for myself. Oh yeah, uh, diversify, man. It it. I remember being stuck in the same like I I like running. But like when I'm only doing running, I don't like running all the time, you know? Like some days I like doing YouTube or some days I like doing podcasts or some days I like learning about anything else in the entire world. And I feel like it's a healthy way to do it. I mean, what I found is like, 
with running. So like when you are in the act of running, like you want to be focused on what you're doing to the most degree, like to try to get the most quality out of it or any task really at all. But as soon as you're done, stop thinking about running. Don't think about running. Do not think about running. There, have you ever heard of Alan Watts? He's like a thinker from like 50s, 60s, 70s. He, uh, he's, he has the quote is, thinking is a good servant, but a bad master. So in, in that way, I'm like, it's not like saying that thinking is bad, but it's like, it's like useful as anything in moderation. But when you think too much, you're just thinking about your own thoughts and they're not real things that's tangible. And you're just thinking about how like, oh, I have to go for this long run. And then you're, all of a sudden you're thinking about doing the long run two hours before you start doing a two hour long run. And now you're like, oh my God, all I do is run. And you're like, really, it's like 10% of my day. Like, what am I complaining about? Like, like I have so much time to do other things. I think that's where like being able to go on the trails and stuff like that's one of the most beautiful things because like I'll be like oh I just don't really feel like running and then you get out and you get on a trail and I'm like whoa it's been an hour and a half okay let's go back like it you just kind of you lose you're not thinking about training you're not because like I feel like if you're doing like a track workout or like running on the roads you're like okay it's been 3.4 okay it's been 6.9 like you're like just like counting the miles a little bit in your head, but then you just get on the trails and you're like, oh, then I'm going 11 minute pace? That doesn't matter because I'm running up a mountain. <laughs> like, totally. I love, how, I love how, that's why I like um, trail running because it kind of just transcends. Uh, in the moment, I would say, it really just kind of feels like it transcends like any of the data in our heads, you know? At least from my, I'm not experienced enough to really like, like let, trail running you know let the data of trail running like sink in so for me it really is more of a meditative experience where like you said like road running or track running really does feel like a uh like every little like the time the pace um the distance it all really matters it splits like you're always you're always thinking about that in the back head in the back of your head kind of judging yourself based off of, off of that um, yeah, learning to disconnect is a helpful thing, tool to learn, but also trail running does that automatically. It sounds like it does that for you as well. So oh, that's yeah, I think that's the most, the, 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 the best part about it, in my opinion. I mean, that's something that I do find hard, like Flagstaff, you know, you're like, this is the capital of running in like the world, maybe. Like, I mean, you come here, it's the Olympic year today, or this year, it's 2021 for the Olympics in Tokyo, and you're just like, holy cow. You're an Olympian. You won NCAAs. Oh, you ran, you know, 13.05 in the 5K. Like, I just like wake up and I look out my door and I'm like, wait, what? You're a 13.10 5K guy. Like, you're what? You're an elite pro athlete. You're just, just like going for a jog on the same path I go on, which is crazy. But the only thing I don't, I don't really enjoy in Flagstaff is like, it's hard to get to the mountains and that's like what, when I'm at peace and like, it's very, you're still like, okay, I'm going for a run. It's a beautiful dirt road, but like, it's not like a trail where you're like, oh, I'm just running up a mountain for as long as I can. And then I want to turn back. I can turn back. So that's the one thing I have against Flagstaff. It's just a little bit harder to reach the mountains. Not but, a lot of single track going on there. Huh? Yeah. I mean, once you're in the mountains, there's good single track, but like, 
The actual town of Flagstaff is relatively flat, comparatively, but I mean, it's still beautiful. Like if you're training to run fast or marathons and stuff like that, like it's a great place. But like, if you just want to go for a run or you're a trail guy, like I'd say Ashland's better, honestly. But I mean, I've lived in both, so (laughs) at this point. spent a decent amount of time in both places. So that's, I mean, I love my, my, my two weeks in Flagstaff. It also gets really cold in the winter and windy, dude. The wind is so bad. It's like, you like- The high desert? Yeah, because we're on top of a mountain. We're at 7,000 feet. That's that's really high up. You, I just remember like walking through campus at NAU and you just hear these people like, oh my God, it's going to my bones as the wind's just like hitting their skin. And they're just like, everyone's just freezing because the wind's going 30 miles an hour for like from like January until April. It's like finally starting to warm up and die down. But I mean, it's the coldest winter I've had since I living back in Chicago where I grew up. So been a bit of a little shell shock. It, it is what it is. So I mean like how, so the past, you know, past year, crazy year, crazy last 18 months or whatnot, a lot of change in the world, a lot of chaos, like how has that past year, COVID, isolation, like influenced like mental perspective to running and then greater life on above that? Yeah, so I think those all, running kind of melds together kind of with the rest of the, the life and um, kind of how I've been adjusting my thought process. I think a lot of it for me has just been to focus on kind of a process. Um, I'm not a big on like trust. I love I love trusting your own process, uh, but really trying to like um, figure my way through uh, like getting my life together. Actually, I think has been kind of the crux of this uh, this pandemic for me uh, because it kind of actually uh, it threw a wrench kind of in my life. Uh, what I would call the classical post-college plan, which is to kind of like, you know, I graduated with a degree in finance, so I'm going to stay in the Bay Area, get a job in finance, you know, get an apartment, rent it out, have some roommates, yada, 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 try and make some money, like, you know, work to the bones through my 20s and like earn my 30s, like very like classical business mindset stuff, um, especially in the Bay Area. Um, but it really did kind of throw a wrench in all that because, you know, people were really hiring and um, there really was no more reason for me to be in the Bay Area. Um, so I finally got to like stop for a second and ask myself like, wait, Noble, like, what do you want to do? <laughs> like, imagine that, uh, uh, which is which is pretty funny. And I was a little um, scared, uncertain, but also excited that the answer really was like, well, I'm not quite sure, um, but let's do some things and try and figure it out. You know, let's, uh, let's work with some people. Let's have some conversations. Let's ask questions, you know? Um, and, uh, it's been great to actually, uh, kind of work with some friends and actually small, uh, small tangent here is I think the, the best thing I got from my experience at college uh, what was the relationships I built there with the people I met, uh, the friends I made. Um, that's probably the most valuable thing by far compared to, compared to everything else that I that I feel like I, that I gained there.
to uh, a lot of inspiration. That's what, again, that's kind of why I started uh, YouTube, and then that kind of got me an affinity for uh, you know a little bit of production value and kind of trying to whittle down things. Maybe not finding what I want to do, but finding what I maybe things I don't want to do, stumbling upon those, and like trying things out and realizing, hey, check that off the list. I don't love that. Okay, cool. Next, next. Like, uh, and uh, so I've done a couple things that I've really liked. Uh, I, I found out that I really like writing, so it's fun to have that kind of like that like anchor side gig of writing. Um, I found out that I really do kind of like making videos for me. I did find out recently that I don't love making videos for other people. I just worked in a production job with a couple of my um, friends from college, and they're both they're all far more talented than I am. But uh, uh, we worked. We went down to the Bay Area and worked. Uh, kind of did a corporate film. Uh, and uh, my uh, my friend and work colleague is actually finishing that up probably as we speak. Um, but uh, I would say like it was a great experience. Learned so much. The people I worked with was awesome. Uh, it'll be a dope, you know, 40, 45 minute like film for this for this group. Uh, and What's it about? So it's it's essentially uh, uh, the the company down there uh, usually hosts this convention, you know, this three day convention showcasing all of the things they've done throughout the year for the community there. They couldn't do that because of COVID, so they're replacing it with kind of this live broadcasting um, that showcases uh, all the all of the departments that they have within their um, within their uh, within I guess yeah within their business um, and how those have impacted like individual stories within uh, within their circle. Um, and it was it was fun. It was really fun to be down there. Um, and. Uh, so ideally, the whole point is to kind of showcase them as a company and all the good they've done for the community. And they have done a lot of good for the community. So the, the pickings were easy there. Um, and it was a lot of fun to work with them um, and work with my work with my team. Uh, and I learned, again, I learned so much. Uh, but again, I learned that I prefer making videos for me and maybe not so much for other people, even if the pay isn't quite as good. Um, oh, so they were like legitimately paying you. So this is like, oh, yeah. wow. It was, it, was a, it was a real production game for sure. Wow, and that's I, crazy, man. Yeah, and again, that goes back to like the people I've met because I wouldn't have gotten that opportunity had I not met the people I've met like at Menlo College. So, yeah. you know, a lot of great people there who are like, who I call very dear friends of mine and they're like um, very willing to like, you know, say, hey, like you... You know, you've learned a lot in the past year. You want to hop on the team and like do some stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah honored to hop in, honored to learn a lot. Like it was so. Anyway, that was a fun, real, like a real job I got to work there, which was dope. Um, and I see, I see kind of the excitement of like uh, I really feel like an energy kind of surrounding as we're moving forward, kind of on the tail end of this pandemic. Um, and I'm kind of excited about the energy I feel because it feels like people are starting to make some moves um, externally. Things are starting to open up a little bit. Maybe a couple more just opportunities will open up. And, you know, we'll take it from there and figure it out. So, oh, for sure, man. I mean, how is it in Oregon? I remember we were in there. We were up in uh, Ashland in February. And it just, it, it was just not the same, man. Like, it's quiet. everything was closed. Like, 
Like we were trying to do some work and we're like, we can't go to the SOU library. We can't go to the public library. We can't go to a coffee shop. It's cold out. We don't want to sit outside. Like, like it was just like so restrictive. It was crazy. And then like, I mean, in Arizona, it's, there's definitely less of the restrictions as in Oregon. This is slightly, um, you know, more moderate state, but I, I don't know. Like, it just seems like so, like it just bogged you down in Oregon. Like it seemed, everyone seemed a little bit like on edge and a little bit like, like just not having the best time. It was cold, cloudy too in the Northwest, a rainy winter right here. Like, yeah, definitely. Um, the energies that the, Hey man, I, I would say like the one, the biggest gauge I have for Ashland is that tourists are back. So that's really, yeah, that's really good. That's really and good. Before it was actually funnily enough, before it was, uh, before it got indoor dining, got, before indoor dining got closed again last Friday, um, we so got closed it, again. It did get closed again. Oh my um, god! But indoor dining was bumping. Uh, like there were a lot of people. The restaurants were full, which made me happy that like you know little Ashland was like at least getting a small economic boost. Yeah. You know. Uh, but now like uh, all outdoor dining is bumping. Like I was just out there like, like walking through it all last or uh, like earlier this evening and like super good energy. Um, I get people really like, today was 88 degrees here, so the sun was out and warm, and like people, <sighs> people were digging the vibes, and you could like really feel like a very positive energy, like through Lithia Park and through downtown, and even up Main Street a little bit more, so. Um, and uh, that, man, I brought it in with this podcast, baby. I'm bringing the good energy. <laughs> I mean, it's right over here, you know, why not? Flagstaff was pretty good, even when I was there, Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird, because, like, so, state of Arizona, the mask mandate was dropped, um, end of March, and it's, it's super interesting, because the numbers in Arizona have actually, like, gone down by, like, 60% since that point, which is, like, so fascinating, and then in Oregon, they've gone up, like, almost double, which is, it's crazy to think about, and, like, is that because it's warmer here and the, are people are outside more when they're interacting? Is it because, I mean, one thing I think is like, when you're stuck inside, you're so unhealthy, you're eating bad food, you're not getting sunlight, you're not exercising, you're just so much more susceptible to it and all of your interactions are also inside. And like, COVID can't really spread outside very well. Like it's just inside when you're together with people, that's when it kind of, it has the kicker. So it, it's, it's just super interesting because like you can actually like you can look at the data between other places like I know like Michigan got really bad, but then you look at Texas, which repealed the mask mandate. And it's like, oh, wait, their numbers are actually like level going down. It's just it, there's a lot of variables at play, but it's just it's interesting. I don't know. I find that a lot of people are like either trying to be like, yo, fuck this thing or like, yo, like. I want to live on COVID forever. Like, and there's just like, not a lot of like original thought. I think, I think, uh, all I'm going to say is not all that. I'm going to, I'm going to leave everything to, you know, uh, <laughs> everything. I would say the world needs to leave far more room for nuance. Um, Damn. Yes. Yes. It, it's not like either way is right. Like there's stuff like, okay, if you want to be cautious, like if you're old or vulnerable in any way, like be cautious. But if you're like young and you're outside, like I feel like when you move, when you move a little bit, when you get like business going a little bit, like these people are struggling. They don't have money. Like 
I mean, you think about it, like, there's, like, the risk of it, and then there's the risk of, like, oh, wow, I, I don't have bread. Like, I've only worked half my hours, you know? It, it, it's Bro, just... The only go to <laughs> the check. Like, where is that money coming from? I have no idea. Like, what? The long-term reparations of, like, printing $6 trillion is, like, I mean, I don't have an economic degree, but... It, See, spending money I don't have has never worked well in my, in my, in my opinion, in my life at least, you know, like, it's just like, I don't know, we're, like, we're just so polar and like, oh, this is good and this is bad and there's nothing in between and we can't think about it and we can't, like, elaborate on anything because then you're like, oh, you're canceled or, oh, you're, you're a bigot or you're just a piece of shit and then people are just like, I don't know, it's, like, way easier to call someone, oh, you're a fucking idiot, you don't wear a mask versus, like, Okay, actually, let's have a conversation. Like, in, but like, one takes three seconds, one takes thirty minutes, and you're like, people don't got time. I, I think I think if people gave each other a chance to actually have a conversation and uh, give a a little listen, they'd actually realize that they probably agree more on things than they think they do. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I I, I think. Uh, yeah, bro. I'll go back to that last night. The world needs some more room for Dude, I, I was reading this I was reading this article today and I was like trying to see like is there a difference between the first vaccine and the second vaccine? Because there's so much like of a difference in the result and the people's like, you know, like responses and some people get sick only in the second, some people only the first. That was really interesting. Like, is it a different shot? So I was trying to do that research and then I was going through this article and it was like quoted this doctor. And he was like, yeah, I think we should stop thinking about these numbers and what's going on and just get the vaccine. It's like, bro, like, he, what are you talking about? We gotta like talk about you're injecting an unknown substance into your body. Like, let's just like be like, okay, maybe we should have a discussion. Is this good? Is it bad? Do we know the repercussions? Like, why would we not look at these numbers? Like, is it effective? Like that stuff is like, I would still imagine it's up for debate. Like it's probably, probably like 90% sure like it is, but like it's been what, five, six months since it existed. Like we have no clue, are you kidding? Like what's it gonna be like in 50 years? Like, can we not even think about that? Is it just like, oh, we gotta get stabbed? Like. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think, um, I think there's always gonna be room for some healthy skepticism. And as uh, doctors, they should, doctors should welcome questions so they can then provide clear, concise, and comforting answers, right? I yes. Think, um, I think in the end, like, that's really what, what helps is to allow people to have, skept have skeptical, like, like, be skeptical, have questions, ask them, and then have them answered and, uh, with, uh, you know, science back, a science back rationale with some data to back that up as well. And just an open mind, you know? like. And, like and I, but yeah, so I think I think it's um, it's uh, if we aren't if we, I think everything should have a healthy level of skepticism to it for sure. For sure. Not, that, there's 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 never reason to just like say like well poker to anything. I mean, mm -hmm. so uh, it's totally healthy to ask questions and, and expect uh, honest, fair, and clear answers. Yeah. yeah. Especially with something like this, so yeah. I think that's fine. And, um, and I think that yeah, I think they're uh, yeah. Again, I totally get. I totally get yeah. that. I, I think it's just it's it's just easier to be like yeah I'm, I'm blue or yeah I'm red and it's not like 
They would like to be on a team, right? They like to be on a team. It's so tribal, man. Like, we're just like... You're an outcast and you feel like a shithead. Like, you're just like, oh God, I don't belong anywhere. But like, no one else is like thinking about these things. And like, we're just like going through the motions and we're like, yeah, I'm on red team because that's what I decided to do. And now I think everything that, that's supposed to be thought there or blue team, I think everything there. And it's like, like how did we get here? <laughs> like, is it social media? Like, what is, what is derailing all this? Cause I, I don't know, I was young, I'm only 21. So like, don't really remember, but just, I just don't remember being, politics being such a big part of our lives, like, even, like, five years ago, ten years ago, like, you know, obviously I'm a youngin', but it just didn't seem like, oh, yeah, we're gonna, like, you know, try to, like, kill you if you're a different side than me, or, like, just berate you. Yeah, I think, um, there definitely is a, uh, I think a lot of issues have kind of come to light, right, that, uh, really make, uh, Make tensions um, go much higher, and I think there's been a lot of uh, a lot of very black and white side taking, you know. Um, and then I'd say, and that uh, that actually usually happens on the fringes of both of these sides, right? Where you you see that happen, and then kind of it slowly conver converges inward, where everybody then kind of you know if you're not on this side, then you're on no side at all, right? And then that becomes a big issue in of itself, and uh, it's, um, it's, I think, again, I think people have more individual thoughts than they give themselves credit for. A lot of the time it is a lot easier to just kind of like fall behind a very general list of, you know, policies or ideologies that then uh, kind of almost un Either, almost on either side, dehumanize them and dehumanize the cause in general of whatever they're pursuing. So, and I don't think that really helps anyone. So, uh, it's it's. Uh, I didn't know we were going this direction, but uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a rhythm. So, uh, it's a, it's. I, I've been very interested to see what happens. And again, I, I'm, I'm really been trying to have an open ear to, to listen and and learn because I think there's a lot of learning to be had right now. Sure. Of course. So what what's next on, on YouTube? Are we yes, are we continuing yeah. the kind of trajectory with the reviews? Are we are we progressing to something else? We have bigger goals, like where are we going? Yeah, so um, I have uh, really been enjoying the reviews. I've been slacking on YouTube for a little bit just because of this like big production job I've been on. Um, that's how to think about my focus and I just haven't wanted to look at a timeline. Uh, like an editing timeline, uh, unless I'm at work, unless I'm doing work. So, uh, um, we'll, uh, I have a lot of shoes. I'm planning to probably go on to the shoes for a while longer because I've been enjoying that. I'll be popping in some other stuff here and there, um, but I, I've, uh, I've kind of invested some, uh, some time and some love into like doing those, and I really enjoy them. And I think, again, my audience really does too. Um, and I've really been starting to get a couple regulars on there, and I love chatting them up, uh, and I think they like chatting me up too a little bit. Uh, we'll expand again, we'll expand more, some more general running content uh, later on. Um, but for me, uh, I think it's something I'm passionate about, and uh, we'll, we'll really put a concerted effort here uh, over the next couple months to like uh, up the quality and get some, uh, get some Really, uh, really good shoe reviews out there. So expect those. I got actually have a very 
that was a delayed um, long travel log that I that me and my friend recorded when we went to Hawaii. So uh, uh, a couple months ago. So that's going to go up pretty soon. Uh, none of it's dated though. You can uh, you can watch it now and enjoy it all the same. So I'm happy. To, I'm excited to get that one up too. Um, so it'll be a mix of vlogging and a mix of uh, shoe reviews probably. And if I ever get around people that um, when I'm fit enough, maybe I'll do another little two week stint and help out a couple more workout videos. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. And then try. Yeah, and then we'll maybe we'll expand a little bit to some science based practices on like how to better your training, how to better your, um, your kind of mental approach to it all. And, but hopefully it'll all center around running and general physical wellness and um, maybe even take a small pivot into like general uh, general fitness too because I've, I've found the deeper I go, the more I like just general fitness and um, like kind of on the side of new, new proper nutrition and weightlifting. I've really been into kind of weightlifting science lately. Um, and uh, just as far as, that's funny, I fell down that rabbit hole because I was studying kind of like, you know, neurological science for running. And I was like, oh, you know, stumble upon like sprints, plyos, jumps, like, oh, weightlifting. Oh, how about that? And then you kind of like fall down another rabbit hole. So uh, I've been having a lot of fun with falling down rabbit holes lately. Uh, but yeah, so that's kind of my general scheme. But for now, in the, in the coming future is definitely sure reviews and sprinkled in a couple vlogs here and there to kind of yeah. let everybody know that I have a life and a personality. <laughs> so. No, I think it's important. Like, like I don't know. You want to, like, have one thing, but you want to diversify within that as much as you can. Because, like, if you, like, are like, oh, I'm going to go shoe review, shoe review, and you do, like, 12 in a row, and then you're like, going to Hawaii. And they're like, I wouldn't sign up for this, but, like... <laughs> When you kind of mix it in, I think it makes it an easier transition if you ever try to grow to a, like a bigger audience just than the running niche. Because so I think like that's what like, you know, like, like Zach Levitt, that's what he's struggling with a little bit. Are you probably aware is like, that's what I, I remember I'm an outsider, but I see this like, it's like, you have all these people who are like, I love running and only running, which is a thing within running for sure. And they're like, he's like, okay, I just want to do something else. And they're like, no, Zach, you're gonna turn into Ryan Trahan. We hate you now. And it's like, no one will watch a video that Zach makes, even though they're really good. They're really good. They're really good, really high production value and everything. And I think it's just so discouraging. I mean, it would be for me, like, everyone who's just like, yeah, I, I only like you for like one, one, like, one percent of you, but everything else, you're just a piece of shit, you know? Yes. And he's a cool dude. He's just a cool dude. He's 
fun to watch. He's fun to be around. I would imagine, at least. Yeah. You know? He's throwing my name out for 10 minutes on a YouTube video. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy yeah. that, like, you're like, oh, yeah, I know Zach. I'm like, no, you don't. Like, Zach yeah. doesn't know you exist. Like, no, yeah, I, know, I know. Like, I watch him. I watch, like, his life for, like, you know, 20 hours, right? Like, then you feel like, oh, yeah, I get to know him a little bit. I get to see all these different sides of him. No, you don't. Like, it's for any, like, I think that's what's so crazy about, like, this new age of media is, like, before, like, so, like you know, traditional celebrities, like, the only time you see them is they're acting as a mo in a movie as someone that they're not, or they're accepting an award speech that's highly politicized at, like, the Oscars. And you're like, this is what I get of you, and then People Magazine's, like, trying to fill in the gaps, and you're like, you're bullshitting everything, dude. Why do people buy that magazine? I don't understand. But, like, with like YouTube and like new social media and all these kind of new age I items, it's like, like I could actually like s feel like I'm hanging out with you, like or like a podcast. I'm like, yo, dude, I just spent 45 minutes with, you know, whoever, just yeah. like just chilling. We were just talking about Bitcoin or something, but you know, like. Why not? Why not? You know, I mean, I, I love that. I think it's like, and that's really where you like I think you learn a lot about. People. You just kind of like uh, podcasts have kind of changed the game there, because you can literally feel like you're a part of the conversation, you know, which is super, super cool. And I think again, it's it's cool because it brings on another a personality that's different than like the the slight like you know the slight hyped up from the camera. Yes. No, I dude, I don't know. I've wanted to start a podcast for a little while, and then I've just started to see like. Every day there'd be something be, that would remind me to start a podcast, like whatever it is, like, you know, in like the Tao or like, just like the universe is just like putting these things. It just feels like, like maybe it's not, maybe you're looking for them, but it's like, no, you need to do that. You need to do that. You need to do that. And they're like, fine, dude, I'll just start DMing people. And then that's how you happened. And now we have this. And I don't know. I, I like it. It's fun to just talk to cool people. Like, yeah, yeah. It's and then, we Seven and counting minutes, bro. Oh, you got the time going. <laughs> no, but I just see it on the on the audio recording. Oh, okay, got you, got you, got you. It's like, I love it. No, I love it. It's, it's like, um, especially when you just when you can just hop on and vibe like that, you know. And it's have a, I like it when it feels like you're just kind of having a conversation. And, uh, oh, you know. that's what I wanted to be like. Like people that I was asking around that wanted to be on, they're like, oh, what's it about? Like, what what do we have to talk about? And it's like anything you want. Like, that's all I care about. I just want to hear what you're interested in. I'm going to play off it. I'm going to try to bring things I'm interested in and give it back to you. And like, we're just going to have a conversation and just have some fun. Like I would do with any person in, you know, I mean at Walmart, it's like, oh, you got a nice truck. Cool. What's your truck about? Tell me about it. Like, I don't know. Good. Just go. Like just go. Yeah, pull up voice record. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine having a podcast? You just walk up to a stranger like, you want to have a podcast? And then you just talk to him. That's fucking, that's cool. That's a cool yeah, idea. That might, be some, that might be some content idea for you there, bro. I love that. I mean, we can see, we can find out. Okay, okay, I got, one, I got another thing. So, oh, cool. you're co-founder, coach at this new this new business? Oh, you saw the bio, yeah. I saw the bio. Yeah, bro, so that's, um, so that's Evolve Workout. Uh, that's another bit where I've been, uh, when I kind of hinted out when I talked about kind of getting into coaching. Um, so that, that was another, that I owe a lot to the relationships I made uh, in college. Um, 
And uh, that's something that's been kind of coming in the works a little bit. Uh, Evolve Workout is essentially a uh, online-based platform for fitness and wellness in general. Uh, also kind of expanding to uh, actual, like, um, providing not just kind of subscription programs, but also, like, like kind of paid option programs where we like send you packages full of like like a starter pack pack uh, a starter pack uh, with items that you need throughout uh, throughout your like program your journey um, and the idea uh, especially right now is to just uh, get people who are like thinking about starting a fitness journey maybe they're already active but they do nothing formal and they kind of are looking to take the next step um, we're really there to kind of help ease you along and help you learn a couple of good practices and good principles that are going to guide you not just through the next 12 weeks or whatever you're doing this for, but also kind of give you um, the tools um, and knowledge to build healthy habits kind of for life and not just in fitness, but also in, uh, in nutrition and wellness in general, mindfulness practices. And that kind of comes in with, uh, um, we tie that in with a couple of different coaches. Me on kind of a running side, kind of aerobic-based workout side. Uh, we have a really great uh, kind of general like high-intensity interval training and weights uh, instructor. Bastion, he's great. And then actually, um, uh, my sister Bliss, who is a wonderful yoga instructor, who really knows her shit. And her name's Bliss, and she does Bliss. yoga. Oh, that's so awesome. Um, and we have a great team on the, on the we have a great team on the back end, really working kind of help reduce that. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm really happy to be along for the ride on the back end as well. You know, you kind of wear both hats when you're doing that. Um, but um, we've kind of come, we, we, I think we've kind of come, uh, we've had some, we've had a couple of snags with just like general direction, but now the what I've just spelled out is really kind of the direction we're, we're planning to go. Um, and uh, this month we're really kind of, uh, we're really grinding to, to get a, uh, get a real, like, uh, a real new program out, uh, one or two new programs out, uh, uh, for, um, for the masses, um, in the, uh, in the next, uh, you know, probably coming out mid-summer, um, but everything on the site, everything on the site right now is free, um, got some, got some, uh, and we're also expanding kind of the YouTube as well, so, uh, trying to, trying to get a platform and really, like, have our free content be accessible to as many people as possible, um, on as many platforms as possible, so they, you know, can eliminate excuses to starting their journey, but also have much easier access to it on whatever they're most comfortable with, it. well, whatever platform they're most comfortable, like comfortable viewing it on. So um, that's awesome. Yeah, it's been a super fun ride doing that, and that's part of what's driving my knowledge, uh, like my desire to like learn more and be a better uh, coach, but also a coach, but also like. Um, human on human interaction and like help people like not just through a fitness journey but also a life journey you know so like i mean what you're doing these are these are hard things these are like you, you're you're oh. running you're running you're doing youtube and you have a business like that's you know those are so hard like why why like why are you like getting up waking up at 6 a.m to go run for four hours or editing till four in the morning or staying all like working with shitty customers, trying to get them on their fitness dreams. Like, like, what's the desire? Like, why did you get here? Uh, well, I think the first thing, the first question I reply is why not. <laughs> uh, but uh, the second one is just because, like, 
this is just me really trying to combine all of my passions together. Um, and I think they all bring each other up. Um, everything I do on one end really makes me better on whatever whatever other end that's, that's coming from. Um, it inspires me to work with, uh, work with others uh, and see their journeys coming along. And I really hope to be able to do the same um, on my end, you know, inspire others to begin their journey and continue their journey. Um, and uh, I, 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 um, I still really try to like get a ton of rest. So, because uh, I, I know I can't be useful unless I, unless I uh, am, am healthy and uh, sound mind too. So, um, you know, I definitely make sure to give myself a little time to detach from everything and maybe just do nothing for a second. You know, um, but uh, I really, I really think it's it's a lot easier when you believe in what you're doing. And yes. I can, I can really look at the camera, look at you, and say, like, I believe 100% in everything I'm doing, and I really, really want to get better. And yes. In that pursuit of excellence, help others as well. So, man, yeah. That dude, that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Like, literally, the only thing that matters is belief in yourself. Like, above everything. Like, everyone can be like, you fucking suck, you can't do this. Or like, there's financial things coming in the way, or like, think anything that's going the wrong way, like, you believe, like, I don't know, editing a video for 20 hours goes by so much faster and is so much more fulfilling than like, writing a 30 minute paper for some stupid school class that you don't want to be in. Like, for at least for me, like, cause I don't care at all about the school class, and I'm like, whoa, I actually care about this, there's future here, which like, I feel like it's starting to grow like like as an entire society where like, okay, like digital media is it. Like we are going all digital, everything's digital. Like get on this train while it's still in the station, you know? Yeah, man. And I actually, so I have to circle back a little bit too and just say like, it's it's not just a belief in me, but it's also a belief in the people around me. Of and course. That the people in my circle, in my corner and like, and beyond, like, are all like we're all giving our best to do this you know we're, we're all really trying to do um to to be the best what we're doing pursue the pursue excellence in our categories um and we're all working together really hard to achieve that um and it brings it brings me up to see to see people who are again far more talented than i am far smarter than i am like far more insightful than i am like just uh feel the same as I do and feel as confident and as um, uh, and as proud of what they're doing um, as, as I do too. Um, and say that for the people I work with. And like, uh, it's a lot easier when I, when I also have people believing in me too. So I got to give those, those people a shout that like have, uh, have let me know like they, they think it's great and they're, they're excited about it. So. Yeah, no, that, that supportive energy is just contagious, man. Like when you're like, Dude, nice video, and the guy's like, oh, cool, cool thumbnail, and you're like, going back, and I mean, that's all, it's just YouTube, you're like, oh, you did good on this project, or whatever, like, it's just like, you're building off it, and like, I don't know, it seems less worth it when you know that team around you, that's a very good point to make, like, I don't know, like, having Rusty here, like, when I'm just like, just shooting the shit with him, and we're just talking about, like, YouTube ideas, or business ideas, it's like some of the most fulfilling conversation I have, and it's just like, you just, you feel full, and you're like, Wow, it's just like so productive, but also you're like just hanging with your bros. It's just a grand time. Totally. I mean, and that's, 
again, like, what is life if you're not enjoying the relationships with the people around you, bro? You know, I mean, like, like that's, that's some into I'm the saying. wild shit, man. Yeah, bro. And for me, that's that's what it is. You know, it's and it's an opportunity to like to like be with people I really like. You know, and like learn a lot from the people I really like, and hopefully teach a little bit. You know, too. But uh, man. Rusty sounds cool. Let's get him in the let's get him in the camera break before uh, before we dip out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we can get him. We can get him real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, no brands, dude. Yeah. <laughs> You're kidding. It's Mr. Beast. <laughs> we we hyped up Mr. Beast enough. <laughs> Innovative guy. Well, damn, dude. I mean, I don't think I don't think I got anything else unless you have something. Oh man, so past year, so I was in Ashland up until like peak COVID started, like when it was still like scary, like mid-March and everyone's like, it was like late March is when it got scary. Like mid-March, everyone was like, oh God, this could be a zombie apocalypse. And then in mid-March, like you see the numbers going up and like, part of me is like, I'm a big numbers guy. So like seeing the graphs go higher, this is like building this suspense and I'm like, I don't want these people to die, but this is like such a cool movie just to like see like it all starting and I'm like, oh god, contagion's about to happen, we're all gonna turn into the Planet of the Apes or something. Like it's gonna be nuts. So Rusty and I were like, fuck this, we're getting the heck out of Dodge. So we just sent it and then we ended up road tripping through California and Flagstaff and through Texas and then we were just like had this existential crisis in Big Bend National Park and we're like, what are we doing? It's like, we have no idea what's going on. Everyone around you is like freaking out. Like we're on the road and we have like no cell service. So we have like no interaction with humanity. And then we like tune in an NPR and it's like, dudes, this is going down. We're going down the shitter right now. And you're like, what do I believe? What's going on? This is like completely unprecedented in modern human history. And, you, and then eventually Rusty was like, you want to send it to Illy, which is like, he was abbreviating Illinois. No one says that, so don't don't start that. I mean, maybe started that'd be cool if like people started saying Illy unironically because of the Kaylee Hager pod. But so we went. We went back to where I grew up, and then we just kind. Of, I spent the most up until the fall back home. I think a lot of kids did that our age. Rusty went home for a while, and then I think eventually went back up to Ashland, and then up till November. Then I took off with two of my friends and we just started road tripping around. There's a few videos of those up and we probably road tripped like 10, 11,000 miles just around the country. Trying to, we were, the goal was trying to get to all 50 states within like 12 months. So we, we're about halfway. So I need to do a big East Coast run this summer. That's part of, part of the plans for the summer. So eventually, the goal was like going through Ash or was go through Spokane to see my sister, then through Ashland, Oregon to pick up Rusty, and then we we're gonna move Rusty down to Flagstaff, and then that's how we got here. And then it's been it was kind of like on and off, and then starting the semester in January, mid January, um, we uh, been pretty much straight in flag except for like weekend trips that so we try to get out as much as we can, you know, keep things fresh. But that's been my life. For a while, and I was I was a uh, I was living on NAU campus. I was a student for the I was a student for the community college, 
So through this program, it was like a community college to add to the NAU program. So like I was able to stay on campus and like have that college experience while like not paying $25,000, which is good. It's a good thing. But I don't, I don't know how into it I am anymore. Like, I don't know, it's a second try of college and it just it still wasn't good. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know, it's like, what do I actually want to do? Like what you were saying, it's so crazy that like we're going through this world and like so many people, like we started making this analogy in the end of the semester. It's like people are just CPUs, man. Like, like 80, 90% of these people walk into campus, like they're not thinking. They're just like, okay, I gotta go to class. Okay, I'm stressed out. Okay, let's eat food so we can be less stressed out. Okay, now we're gaining weight. Oh God, like it's just like this bad cycle. We gotta go back to class. We don't like it. And then they're like, just like going, just existing. And then you like stop and you're like, whoa, dude, like, why am I here? What am I doing? We could just all die tomorrow. And like, what's the point? Like if I die tomorrow, this paper is the most meaningless thing ever. Like it doesn't matter. Like that's, Part of it is like on this spinning rock, like the only thing that matters is what we put importance into. Like it's all, everything else is meaningless. It's like, there's like this perspective where like, I think where it's like everything happens for a reason and then people are like, no, I'm gonna think higher than that. And it's like, everything sucks, nothing matters for all those atoms. And then it's like a little bit more than that. And you're like, whoa, dude, everything's atoms. So why not make Everything you want important, important. Everything you don't want important, not important. And then just live and grow as a person. So that's what I've been thinking about a lot lately. Yeah, I, I love that. Just, um, bro, that's, that's podcast thought of the day. Podcast, podcast thought of the day. It's just, it's just, life is what you give importance to. So pursue it, enjoy it, and uh, learn from it, you know? I love that. That's awesome, man. Well. Dude, you're awesome, man. Thank you, dude. I mean, dude, like, literally, whenever you want to be back on the pod, I mean, you're first guest, so we got to honor that. I mean, whoever, and, and whatever path this takes, you ever want back on, you ever want to say anything, get, come back on, just reach out. We'll reach out every so often, get back on the pod. And, and dude, this summer, man, we got to do something in person. Like, yeah, we could get, like, some kind of collaboration going. I mean, kind of pipe dream is like, dude, get like a clubhouse going with something, just like a bunch of cool dudes together, just all chasing similar goals, trying to be open-minded. Like. Cool. I love that. Oh, before you go, Rusty's got a question. Oh, sure. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, Rusty here. Uh, I, I actually don't get it shown on screen, but um, what is your favorite animal and why? It's actually, I was going to set up a lightning round and then I just came up with that one. Oh, cool. Um, well, uh, I'd say the simple answer is, yo, I adore, um, I adore cats. Ooh, um, ooh, cats I don't know. Like, um, but I would say if you kind of ask like general, like favorite animal, it's definitely a red panda. I love ooh, red pandas. Okay, I can get with it. I, I love red pandas. Those things are like clever, adorable, and like really fun actually, so yeah. Okay. Wonderful, yeah. man. That's I guess. That's my redeeming animal. So, yeah. Wonderful. Dude, I mean, let's keep in touch. We'll talk more than this. And thanks for coming on the pod, man. Totally. Hey, thank you for having me. This of course, fine. dude.